Welcome to another episode of Nothing's Ever That Serious. We got a sign. We do. And we have a very special very, guest very, today. Very, very, very. We have a, let me see, I don't think I got enough fingers. Come on. We got a writer. Okay. We got a content creator. There you go. Podcaster. Fine. Uh, comedian. Yup. Um, uh, AARP. Um, <laughs> Uh, award. <laughs> um, we got a um, food enthusiast. There you go. We have man. I could just keep going uh, on and on. In- internet uh, savant, <laughs> sensation, Inter- sensation. Wow. Yeah. Oh, family man. Family man. Um, did Author. I say, did uh, say, yeah, I said New York Times okay, bestseller. Okay. Okay. Did I say yeah, that? Yeah, uh, two yeah. more. Um, <laughs> come on, we, we there's got to be two more. It, it's something out there. Uh, <laughs> All right, we'll come back to it. That is good. Show, showrunner. <laughs> showrunner. Showrunner. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Kev on stage. Stu- Studios, yep. oh you know, yep. yeah, wow. So let's go ahead and bring him in, Kev on stage. What up, man? Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for coming and being on the Nets podcast, of course, man. Thank you for man. having me. Uh, we 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 thank all our guests for coming and joining us, but we really do appreciate sure. you taking the time. Thank you, brother, and, um, coming and talking to us a little bit. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, so you know, we just wanted to have you on because we we connect with you. You know, we met in film school, yeah. and we all kind of have, like, a religious background. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, well. <laughs> Some s- have strayed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, y'all don't love them? <laughs> I've, I've <laughs> since uh, explored other pastures. I'm still, really? my, yeah, my mind's still open, mm. and I'm hoping, because I know that you used to be a youth pastor yep. for five years, Yep. and so I'm hoping that maybe you could speak some um, some wisdom into me today. Maybe, maybe anoint him. <laughs> anoint him? Yeah, anoint me. My ears are open. My heart is open. Um, you know, I want to hear, kind of hear, hear what you have to say on that, and mm. then also on this podcast, um, we kind of connect because all of our foot, foot? Is it feet? Feet. Feet. Foot. All of our feet. feet are on the pedal right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're really grinding with the entertainment. He's a filmmaker, yeah. won lots of awards. You won yep. awards, Guru? Yeah. That's right. Guru <laughs> <laughs> got awards. Black, 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 film, black film festivals. Best Afro. Best Afro. It is soft. Best <laughs> cinematography. <laughs> the headphones just sink in smoothly. Looks good. Thank you, thank you. Best Afro award. But, um... Yeah, so we want to. Oh, yeah. So our, our feet are on the pedal. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for us when we get into relationships to kind of find that balance of priorities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of. I've gotten into some sticky Ooh. situations. Tell you what. <laughs> I've gotten into some sticky t- situations uh-huh. when I've told a girl out front, like you know, I can't put you before my dream oh why you say it like that I, I, you know I'm not the best with hey, words nice so. to meet you Drew I ain't gonna put you before my dream I'm gonna tell you right now you gonna come second right on the table part. you kinda yep. cute but you're not as cute as me on yeah. the podcast <laughs> have you seen me on camera yeah have yeah. you seen me on camera I mean you look good in this club mm-hmm. lighting but have you seen me on YouTube <laughs> so yeah so but you've been able to like make that work you know we me and Guru did you read his? you know his book's best selling Best selling. Yeah, Best selling. So I, I will read it. Okay, I'll yeah. probably finish before you even leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, me and Guru read it, and um, there's some things in there we want to talk to you about. And then we kind of just want to talk to you on the filmmaking. All right. You know, going from... Um, what, what what was that car he was in when he was making those viral... He's good with cars, because every... I don't know. We're close to the street, so every time was, a mm. car drives by, he can identify. Mm. It. Really? Yeah. It was, seriously? No. Yeah. yeah. Like every he time we hear, yeah, we gonna put out a compilation. Yeah, so how? You, so, you can just tell, like, with the with the Hertz <laughs> and stuff like that. The, the is this for real? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it. is Hertz? He'll, he'll the, do it. The, mm. see. What was that? 
Hold on, I, I missed that one. But it, but it sounded like but it, okay. He can tell if it has the um, factory tires or if yep. it has a donut on it. Yep, I can tell. I can tell are if you being for real. T- I can tell if you had a ticket. <laughs> no, oh, we, I, joke, we do joke a lot. Then our, I seen the, our, the your mom's pacer episode. Uh, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I you, couldn't tell if they were being serious. Okay. You were being serious. What you What do you think about that? That was. Uh, that I, I, I mean, listen, nothing's ever that serious. If that ain't serious, <laughs> right? If you If y'all made a joke about that, then nothing really is ever that serious. Right. Yeah. So we. But you couldn't. You didn't let them know if you were being funny or not. So they went to funny. And then they, he was like, "Yeah, mom, you are you are sick, aren't you?" So now they're just caught in the middle. Like, dang, I ain't know yep. you was gonna call. Real time reaction, yo. And she was oh, all man. really insightful. Of like, mm-hmm. oh, life is beautiful. I appreciate every day. I didn't think I'd be. Then they're just like, oh my god, I'm sorry. But that was our first. That was our first video to kind of like pick up like really big tra- yeah. traction. And it kind of embodied like the theme of our show. Yeah. Like nothing being ever that serious because we had people in the comments, some who were like, this is nothing to joke about. Why are they laughing? Yeah. Like, I'm glad he put them in their place. Yep. But then we had the people who are like, no, I have heart issues myself. Mm-hmm. And like the only way I've gotten through this is to laugh about it. Right. And so we explore that topic a lot like talking about serious things yeah so as a, as a comedian who comes from like a conservative background how have you been able to kind of like find that balance uh i'm very similar mm-hmm. uh the line between humor being a coping coping mechanism mm-hmm. or a defense mechanism right. is mm. very thin sometimes mm-hmm. um i've laughed through everything as part of the way to heal from it my brother mm-hmm. passed away i had jokes you know Whoa, immediately okay. But then I also would cry Mm -hmm. immediately. Like, I remember being on the plane. We was flying to Houston. And, you know, at this this time, we thought he was just uh, sick. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I am am in coach. I really love him. (laughs) I literally looked. I was like, how soon do I need to be there? Because it's like, if I fly tomorrow, I could get, you know, at least some comfort. Right. But I was in 28B, <laughs> and it was four seats on that plane. Wow. So really? me and my wife mm-hmm. were both in the middle. Mm. Yeah. So um, that was my love for him. Mm-hmm. I flew in coach, which I don't do often. <laughs> was that the uh, only flight left? or That was the only. Okay. I, I was on the first thing smoking. But right, if you right, don't right. think I looked, how is he? you think tomorrow he will also? Because there's some more options available <laughs> for, 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 for where I, could, okay. I didn't even get a window seat. If right. I'm going to be oh in coach, at least let me be in the window. Right, right, right. But, uh, but then when you're sad, you are sad, right? right? That's just kind of like to live my life by feeling every emotion when it's there mm-hmm. like i don't mask sad feelings with humor right okay but if i feel like it's funny i'll laugh but when i need to cry i'll cry that's right, right. That's right. yeah i'm still trying to figure myself out because i've had people say that i do it as a defense mechanism okay this I is think okay. people always people are getting my nerves telling me that mm-hmm. it, it makes me mad too because it. people process things the way they do and mm-hmm. put that on you yeah. right they don't exactly. understand that you can really be wired differently mm-hmm. to where you process things differently yep. they just right. feel like if I can't laugh about that right and I would take it seriously mm-hmm. that means you mm-hmm. shouldn't be laughing and right. you should take well that's oh, not exactly. oh he's really hurt and he's right. trying to yeah yeah mm-hmm. and maybe it's true but only you can decide if right, that's right. true or not for you you don't right. even know me well enough to tell me mm-hmm. right you know so that's why I actually stopped talking about grief yeah. online because people were get, just pissing me off mm-hmm. yeah I had one person say it was childhood trauma everything <laughs> and it's a, it's a way that I can kind of disassociate from you know, laughing at her nonsense or whatever, or whatever, whatever serious yeah. thing that you want me to be serious about. Right, right. But um, I don't see right. the seriousness in that situation. So, right. Hold on one second. It's my wife. Oh yeah. 
just hold on. I didn't tell her I was doing this. I did. No. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, babe, I'm doing that podcast. All right. All right. I told her I would always answer. Okay. Yeah, she was on the cover of the book. She was on that cover. So, <laughs> hey, that was her. The cover we, was her idea. We're going to talk about the book. I don't know if you want us to keep idea. that in. We, we'll cut out whatever no, you, you want. Keep it but in. Um, but uh, he, I, he, they ain't say love you, bye. I don't know. I got to go back to chapter me, 13. What, what, me, what, <laughs> what you say was in his book? <laughs> I ain't get he to said, the love I gotta chapter. Go. I got to go. Because huh? yeah. they were talking about how he was prioritizing his business and kind of didn't want to go to her work her work obligations Ooh, in, in the book. He fresh off of it. For real, Guru. That was in the beat. We ain't even talking about that well, in the you, interview. He was like, I'm doing this <laughs> podcast. I told you Man, I got to work. Look, he started playing with his beard. Now you, you, you got to him. He said, huh? You well, did. Well, huh? You know, I, I'm on your side because you are doing our podcast, so I'm with you. <laughs> but, but, I, she, but she I, called, I feel like you yeah. should call her back and, and kind of reword that, a little, <laughs> reword that a little bit. That's about the 10th uh, time we didn't talk on the phone today, so okay. it should be okay. You're, yeah, we're all work in progress, yep. you know, and... You know, I probably would have said something like, you know, I really want to talk to you right now, but I have to do this podcast. You wouldn't have told her that because you told her your church was more important. Uh, he would have ignored that yep. phone call. <laughs> he just I'm let lying. it fly. I would. He would have ignored it. I'm lying. I'm lying. You're and right. they cussed her out afterwards. They did not tell you. <laughs> we went girl, don't call. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I kind of straight away from the religion thing and I think one thing you said recently that kind of resonated with me when you were a youth pastor Mm -hmm. you said that that was when it kind of changed your perspective on people who have um, what was the word you said guru that made me mad you said church church hurt. hurt Oh yeah, he tried I to say I was church hurt. He tried to say I was church hurt. I said, Nah, I ain't church hurt. I'm just logical. Nah, because <laughs> your eyes turned red after that. So I don't it, know. It, it did. It did. But you know, you, you said it kind of changed your perspective. I don't. I had to quote somewhere, but you said it was more so not regurgitating things that you because you spent yeah. your whole yeah. life in the church. Yep. So naturally, if you move into that role of mentor. You know, it, it flows. You right. know all this stuff back right. and front, but then you realize you had to start teaching them like what you actually believe. In. One thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, um, and you know, when I, I told my pastor, I was like, I'll be the youth pastor, but I I need to be able to basically believe Curse. what I'm teaching. <laughs> <laughs> I told you don't do that. Shit. <laughs> if he curses by the end of this, I will come back to the Lord. I, 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 that's I didn't, how you, that's I didn't, how tell, I didn't tell y'all. Uh, we didn't want to put pressure on you for doing our show, but I promise you, my mom's been begging me to go to church for three mm-hmm. years. I will be there Sunday. He'll be there tomorrow. I will be there tomorrow. Uh-huh. If, if you I say, cuss? if you cuss, if, if you cuss, <laughs> it's got to be a real one too. It can't. I was just about to say, what count? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding with you. Yeah, but uh, I think yeah, for me, it was just about being truthful because. Listen, man, the one thing that I respect the most about teenagers, mm-hmm. uh, they can smell BS For sure. from a mile away. <laughs> so they would have known if I was just saying something that I was told to say mm-hmm. uh, based on our relationship. Right. Yeah. right? Because right. what happened was I had taught all the lessons. At first, I was just teaching the lessons the pastor was, but a teen version of them. Mm-hmm. But the you, youth Bible study kept going and going. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to teach y'all what what is important to you. Right. So they hit me with like our tattoo sin and sex mm-hmm. and all that oh, type okay, of stuff. Right. <clears throat> I was going online to mm-hmm. back up what I already believed. Right. Like, yes, tattoos are sin. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Google, Google, let me find a lesson. Right. And then I find a lesson that's like tattoos are not sin. And here's the here's the scriptures you were probably taught that make you believe that. Mm-hmm. And here's why they're wrong and out of context. So mm-hmm. I was like, first of all, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm. So I'm going to read the article just to prove right. you wrong. Right, right, right. But like you're saying, I'm a logical thinker. I'm mm-hmm. open-minded. Right. And, the fir- and then <clears throat> what actually messed me up is my pastor used to also teach this ideology. Mm-hmm. He was like, if you're going to teach a message, you can never just preach from a scripture. Mm-hmm. You need to read at minimum the chapter that that scripture is okay. from mm-hmm. right. to get the context, right? Mm-hmm. Then you need to know who is writing that. Right. Who were they writing to mm-hmm. and what was the context of the time? Mm-hmm. Right. So the scripture, for example, the tattoo one, mm-hmm. it was about the it was about rules for it was in Leviticus that right. taught us about that. And it was about rules for the Levites, which were pre you know, the like preachers or like mm-hmm. the uh Priest of that time. I'm just saying, yeah, like I remember. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. I, it's cool. I, I went to Christian school <laughs> okay. from K through 12, but I'm just I'm going to keep yeah. it basic. <laughs> but one of the points the author of the article I read wrote, he was like, You teaching verse 13, say it is, but it's probably not. No, it was 14. About, is it 14? <laughs> you don't know, dude. Just hush. Just hush. All right, yeah, like I said. Uh, <laughs> It says don't get tattoos, but like the verse before that says don't shave your beard, and the verse mm. after that says don't wear clothes of two, uh, two fabrics. Right? It needs to be a hundred percent cotton. He was like, so you're not getting a tattoo for this, but you got a cotton poly blend shirt on, uh, got on you a had polo. shrimp, and you got your beard. So he was yep. like, you should either be doing all of these or none of these. You right. shouldn't be picking and choosing. That's right. That's right. So when I went and taught my teens, they was like. Oh, right, but they respect like, me we more. Ain't Levites, mm-hmm. right? Exactly, <laughs> freedom, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, um, my name's Levi. But right. I ain't a Levi. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was just the first thing. That was probably I remember specifically. That was the first time I read something in the Bible that that I understood differently than the way it was taught to me. Okay, right, and then wow. that just led to more and more and more stuff, and mm-hmm. then kind of led to a total different relationship uh, with. God and the Bible right. and church and also church changed at that time right mm-hmm. just like how much church people had mm-hmm. changed the style of church uh, mm-hmm. changed so it was a lot mm-hmm. of moving pieces uh, do you think the church as a whole has like the because you t- kind of talked about how your church has made like a lot of changes where they were like more conservative and then I would say even like my family you yeah. know they were more like very because I grew up like very religious mm-hmm. like I couldn't um, watch like I couldn't Harry Potter. I couldn't watch Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I couldn't um, watch Goosebumps. And I couldn't eat pork. Like, that's I, had how a, I had a period of time where we couldn't eat pork. Mm-hmm. We wasn't I couldn't supposed eat to. Pork. I couldn't, I, I I couldn't fornicate with women, and mm-hmm. then, like, kind of like you were saying, I had my eyes open, and I was like, you know, I'm eating pork and having <laughs> sex, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I had pizza after the sex. No, we're all virgins on this. On this, <laughs> we, we're all virgins because so. you know, yeah, because our moms watch that. Mm-hmm. Well, we we released two versions. Yep. <laughs> you got to go to our Patreons. Patreon block, the... We block our family members from the Patreon. <laughs> but on this show, yeah, we're all we're all virgins. Yep. But yeah, you know, kind of. How do you feel when Guru calls me church hurt? Do you get that kind of impression from me based on? I, no, I personally don't think you had church hurt only because you do do a lot of thinking, exploring, like and thinking. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like you probably put a little too much weight in some stuff that you've seen on the outside but uh okay. i don't i don't think it's like you i don't think it's church hurt mm-hmm. but it was hilarious when he said it <laughs> yeah let that go guru i, I, he I has think, it. I think stuck. oh what were you saying i said our conversation goes far deeper because our mm-hmm. conversations are stand off the pot we live together so it's mm-hmm. like oh, we have mm-hmm. constant this, we got yeah we got bunk beds yeah so <laughs> All y'all do is lie on the podcast. That's what honestly was the most truthful thing he said. All pot. Right. See, you know, y'all don't have bunk beds. Yeah. We'll show them to you after this. Y'all do. You can not. try them out. We can make a pallet. What time is your show? We can y'all make a fort. No 
Y'all just lie every day. The kids got Fortnite, but we got real Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll show you. What were you saying, Guru? Oh yeah, so we we have deeper conversations that happen often, and then they usually. So I guess we have a passive aggressive relationship where I think we're doing good, and we get to the pot, <laughs> yep. and, and he's like, "So Guru," and it becomes like, "So yeah. it's <laughs> funny because as I was actually listening to your book, a lot of the things I took was for me and Drew's relationship. So we going we're going to do a lot of work with communication, but." I love you, Guru. <laughs> That's hilarious. I prioritize Quick question. <laughs> Why do y'all took the labels off of this? Hey, man. And hey, not to, off of the, they pay. They, oh, they, you got they, that? They paying us. Yeah, they pay. Oh, bank pays? Mm-hmm. Do they really? <laughs> nah. nah, not us. They pay somebody, but not us. So why y'all Maybe decided what, what, you took the work to take the hat off, but for that, What's, you I hustling never, backwards. Bang has infinitely more money than the Wapop people. Y'all cover up the wrong nah, thing. Nah, this is Food Lion brand. We have a, we have a bad relationship line. with, uh, we shouted them out. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, Man, we, it's still a legal matter. Brand. We can't really discuss it, but <laughs> let's just say Food Lion. I just want to commend y'all on this podcast studio. I did not know this was in somebody's personal home <laughs> and when i got here i said these this is people how people live in this people live over here you never you never did one in a, do you I do did. a lot of guest podcasts no okay i don't but from the way it looks it looks like it's a podcast <laughs> studio and there's a little podcast studio right where we're staying there's like okay. a little co-working okay. space so, mm -hmm. I, so you got my point was you guys did such an amazing job with this space right uh you. i mean the backlight that's back. We were backlit over like here. I said, back like I said, we all met in film school, so we uh. What he, film school was it? He um. We don't like to shout them out either. <laughs> no, it's that's also a legal matter yeah. with mm -hmm. some uh, more race issues. It's a little <laughs> little P PWI, so it was, oh, it was an interesting yeah. experience. Got Very it. interesting. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah, and it was conservative, so we weren't allowed to make. Like the films, they had to, the professors had to approve of it. Oh, okay. So they were like, Same how many black people mm -hmm. are going to be in this In the cast? Uh, yeah. Thing with the Oscars, I think, um, mm -hmm. and really the Grammys, a lot of times. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just like, what's important to the voters is only really matters because there's so many voters of one mm -hmm. type. Right. And the movies they like are, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry, and black people aren't voting. Yeah, they, well, they are, but they're not voting in as much right, right, uh, as other races. You know, right. they're only mm -hmm. recently being let us yeah. in. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's a whole other discussion. I have so many issues with the Oscars. Not even all race related. Mm -hmm. I think comic book movies should be treated the same. Yep. I feel like Logan. <laughs> I've seen some. Some Logan was just amazing. Gonna, like why he ain't getting nominated mm -hmm. just because mm -hmm. it's a comic book movie. That yeah. that man was going through hell. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in there Yo, for real. <laughs> no, that was just as good of a performance as Manchester by the Sea. Mm -hmm. You got the white dude looking sad for an hour. I don't care, bro. He didn't have no character that art. A, that was a good movie. It was not. Uh, Especially not against no Logan. I made a mistake for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not. He not even showing no emotion. Your kids yep. burned up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, this is what he was sad about. Why you weren't more? Your kids were on fire. Why you weren't more sad about that? You you was on the plane talking about some. I need more leg room. <laughs> Wait, me? Yeah. When I say that, I say a lot of things. <laughs> I, I can't remember all the stuff I say. <laughs> Today, you said you were looking for a first class seat. You weren't really sad. Oh, oh. <laughs> come on, I'm quick. <laughs> I remember everything. But, but then I was crying in coach. Right, right. <laughs> there you go. Because I felt it for real. And I was he crying cried after I was the movie. You got to watch the extra. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not watching no more Casey Affleck than necessary. <laughs> 
But um, speaking of the Oscars, and I don't know if you saw on the recent pod, he was kind of talking about it. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to dive too deep. Yep. But you did kind of want to get Yes. Uh, we coming off, of course, the heels of the um, uh, selective outrage, outrage oh. special, mm-hmm. Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him the other day about how people digest it because it was it was a lot of mixed reviews and stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we was talking about how some people, probably the average viewer, will judge a stand up by how much they laugh. Mm-hmm. But we'll go deeper than that. Like I'll give you credit for a, a witty setup or like a, a approaching <clears throat> it at a nice angle. Mm-hmm. So as a comic, I want to know when you were viewing it, how do you view stuff like that? And then how do you like how do you measure how people receive your stuff? Like, right, that's a good question. Me and Tony Baker talk about this all the time. I want to laugh. Okay, mm. I can appreciate the art of stand up, mm-hmm. but I've seen TED talks that are funny mm. yeah. and are witty and have a creative approach. And uh, the point of stand up to me, not talking about Chris Rock specials mm-hmm. specifically, just the jokes. I don't ever want to perform and people go leave the club or the arena like that was a great approach to a joke. <laughs> I didn't laugh, right? You ain't, but that was insightful. Right, right. Good, right. good, good thing you didn't see me leave last night. <laughs> right. <'cause> I, <laughs> I want to see people laughing. Okay, right. You can do all those other things, mm-hmm. right? But at the end, for me, if you're not laughing, I didn't do my job. Mm. Right? I don't want to be commended on a risque joke, creative approach, all mm. these other things. Ooh. I want people to be like, "Oh my god!" Now, at the same well, what time, about I don't want Chappelle though. About what? What about season Chappelle? He's less. Punchy well, see, to that point... But you're captivated the entire mm-hmm. time. I don't know I, if people are going to see him to laugh necessarily okay. anymore, but... That's a good right. point, too. A lot of times, it's like, what is he going to say? Mm-hmm. How is he going to approach mm-hmm. this thing? Yeah. How is he going to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Now, what I'll say about Chris Rock's special and Chappelle performed there, mm-hmm. I, I saw Chris Rock's hour last July in Madison Square Garden, him, Kevin Hart, oh. and Dave Chappelle performed. Oh. And he did a lot of those jokes from the Selective Outrage, but they were earlier in the process. So right. they weren't as as sharp as they were that night. Okay. And I realized watching something uh, on TV with, with my phone in my hand mm-hmm. is a totally different experience than not having my phone and just watching mm-hmm. it. I found that I watched, I laughed more in right. person. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm watching live, I am more like, I got to say something. What do I think? And I'm trying to see what people mm-hmm. are thinking too. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying attention. Got as you, much. got you. Right, right, right. Or I'm paying attention to have something to say about it, mm-hmm. which is I think. Now I'm not right. saying you can't be funny. I just think it, I, I see this with Keep Your Distance uh, comedy, uh, the live stream show I, I produce. Mm-hmm. The audience that's experiencing the show is right. having a different experience yep. than the mm-hmm. audience that's at home right. watching the show. Mm-hmm. Right. For example. We tell all the comedians on Keep Your Distance, don't do any gay jokes. Leave LGBT alone. Right. right? And it's not to like police their <laughs> exactly, jokes. It's exactly. just that when you're watching, mm-hmm. y- your inclination on the internet is if you hear that, you're automatically yep. on alert. Your mind is, right, right. the switch is going off. Yep, yep. So we've just seen that unless you're in the community, the only people who had funny uh, LGBT jokes that I saw on Keep Your Distance were people who were part of the community. And I think that's partly because it's their community, they understand it better, Mm -hmm. and inherently you allow them, so to speak. So, um, and I think with Chris specifically, there's so much surrounding that special, Mm -hmm. the people's biases were taken into that Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. People like, who don't uh, think of how stand-up works. They're like, why he's still talking about the slap? First of all, he actually never said anything about it right. until that special. Right. Most comedy specials are 
material that's been worked on for a year that's right. mm-hmm. and toured and then delivered. Mm-hmm. So, and the internet has a way of speeding up time. They do. Mm-hmm. So, a full year, right. like when we talk about this, the first time that when the slap happened, that thing dominated whew, topics Man. for like two months it felt yeah, like which yeah. in internet time feels like six mm-hmm. months right. mm-hmm. and then when he did the jokes it just started all over again and it mm-hmm. was just he did this and the, it was just so much and mm-hmm. I think people it would have had to been the world's greatest stand up special ever that's right mm-hmm. to navigate the way you mm-hmm. already feel coming right. in mm-hmm. um, my personal feeling about um, stand up aside from that and this is maybe I'm biased because I keep your distance but I've seen a lot of comedy in the last three years mm-hmm. and this is not crisp specifically but I've seen a lot of specials on Netflix that I've seen better comedians material mm. on the 15 minutes for 15 minutes mm-hmm. on Keep Your Distance. But you do but, have a picture of you and Will in your um, yeah, and I'm biased. <laughs> so and I was gonna I'm say biased, you might, <laughs> but I think, but I can. But funny is funny. That's right. And uh, the other thing about the Chris Rock special for me, which I didn't believe happened, but it happened. His jokes were spoiled on Twitter for me. Yo, like somehow somebody's like, that. he's gonna say this, and I was mm-hmm. like, there's no way. That. I was crazy, and yeah. I was like, wait, he really said that, so I couldn't even experience mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. I already it was already spoiled, and he didn't do the Will Smith jokes right. when I saw him. So, and then the last thing I'll say, is, what did he say? Because I, I had I didn't get to finish it, but he said everybody was calling um, Will or what. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to do better than that. You gotta set him up a little better than that. I ain't cussed in 40 years. It's gonna take better than that. But yeah, I think um, it was just so many factors that made it hard to just watch that special for what it was. Yeah, yeah. It's just going in and wanting to come out, especially if you're a podcast cre- creator like I am. Mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna have to uh, cover this. Right. So I'm watching it with a different eye. Oh, okay. Whereas opposed to if I'm just like mm-hmm. watching a special just to watch it, I, I might have had a totally different experience. Mm-hmm. So right. I think uh, the last thing I was going to say about Netflix, they are a business. So it doesn't matter if somebody young is funnier exactly. than Chris or Nate Bargetts. If I'm not, if, if, my, if my special was going to be streamed live, right. there's no way on earth it's the number one trending topic. Because yep. mm-hmm. I don't have Chris Rock's career right. plus all that other stuff. So they're not taking that chance because they're a, mm-hmm. a business. They They don't care about you no know, Kev on stage. Chris <laughs> Rock is been famous for twenty, almost yeah, thirty years yeah. for for stand up. He puts butts in seats. Whether you like that special or not, That's right, you right. watched. And I know Netflix's numbers were crazy because it was like old school. Everybody's talking about it. Water mm-hmm. cooler type um, coverage. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more because of social media. Bringing this back to all of us, mm-hmm. um, you kind of mentioned you're not trying to filter. You know, comedians on on the stuff that you produce. Mm-hmm. We kind of go through that too. Where mm-hmm. in this room we want to take chances and we don't we don't stop ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll we'll joke about anything, but then it's when we get on the editing floor we have to make that decision. Oh, I thought the, nothing different that serious. Hey, hey I so, it's that been serious. so, it's been so stuff. We, we we showing on y'all the cutting floor. On the cutting floor, it Ooh. gets a little serious when we think about. <laughs> Somebody get that hard drive. We done, fellas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, for real. If somebody finds our hard drive, we... Uh... The thing is, I don't think you're done. And I'm going I'm to tell you why. There are podcasts out there that go crazy. Mm. Say the most insane, I watch those things. shows. Yeah. The problem is you have to find that audience. Right. That's right? right. That's right. And mm-hmm. you're going to have people who turn on you, right? Mm-hmm. You get canceled, right? Mm-hmm. There's an audience who now embraces yeah, you they do. because okay. they hate political correctness. Mm-hmm, right. You can honestly, to me, be even less funny mm-hmm. if you just say 
outlandish shock value type thing. Mm-hmm. So there's a space for everybody. Most people just don't want to deal with the blowback. Right. But there's podcasts that make every dark joke you've ever heard, every crazy thing, mm-hmm. racist, sexist, yep. homophobic, and audience people who feel that way find that yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just that everybody's not going to have you. Right. right. So it's like Dave Chappelle got canceled because he canceled his show and also they said we wouldn't host him. Well, if he can go across the street and have a theater and sell out, mm-hmm. he's not really canceled. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't welcome at that yep. place. Right. So wasn't he supposed it- to do a show here in Virginia Beach at the Cavalier? That's why Pharrell, oh. Pharrell moved uh <laughs> Why hasn't he announced the lineup yet? For real, why? <laughs> Maybe Chappelle's on it. Did you sell, yeah. Did you sell your ticket? No, nah, I didn't sell it. I'm going. Uh, you going? Yeah. <laughs> there I'm ain't going to be nobody there. It's just going to be local acts. <laughs> nah. Can't wait. Yeah, we do, like I said, we do take that into consideration. And, um, you know, if, if it ever got out how Jay feels about certain communities, you know, <laughs> I, despite what Don't you said. <laughs> because, like, like you said, like, there are those audiences and uh, we had David Lucas on and mm-hmm. I watched like all the like David Lucas and Tony Hinchcliffe and that kind of Perfect Bobby example. Lee like those types of people they don't say anything when that um, I think it was an Asian dude mm-hmm. when that joke came out mm-hmm. he had some immediate blowback yeah right when he came back not long after mm-hmm. he went right back to sold out right and his yeah. audience who loved him before mm-hmm. never left him and the other part of the cancellation thing is there's always something to talk about. Speaking about Jay uh, uh, getting dragged, I was getting dragged on the internet the time Will Smith, um, the uh, Jada Pinkett Smith entanglement came out. Mm. When that news dropped, mm-hmm. no one cared about me anymore. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Wait, I don't remember what on, I was getting I dragged mean, I for. I missed this. You had an entanglement? It was a, it was an entanglement. <laughs> and it was a small thing, but I was I getting do killed. Research. Mm. <laughs> and when that came out, mm. no one cared. Okay. The internet's always looking for the next thing. Mm-hmm. It's rare that something is a topic for even more than a day. Right. And if it is, it's even rare that it's less more than a week. There's always going to be something bigger or newer mm-hmm. that we want to talk about. We are podcast creators. You're always, you can't cover the same thing week after week. Right. Yeah. So you're looking for something new. Mm-hmm. So the people who care, they never went nowhere. That's right. And people who are mad, they'll come, leave a comment, try to get you fired, try to get you. In tr- but at the end of the day, we rarely are just going to keep checking and making sure your right, life right. still sucks. Yeah. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So people just quietly move back on. Louis C.K. got canceled. He just sold out Madison Square Garden, wow. right. sold his special, streamed it directly to his audience. Guarantee you millions were made live and streaming. He's just not welcome publicly right, right, like he right. used to be mm-hmm. um, so I think uh, that ter- it's it's really just sometimes you face some consequences yeah right. it's rare R. Kelly was canceled by the United States government <laughs> <laughs> he was can- he no longer can make money the way he was that's not but at the same time he's also just faced consequences that's right. for his actions right, right. There's, and even knowing everything we know about him mm-hmm. there's people who still yeah. were going to his concerts right. standing outside his uh, jail mm-hmm. chanting sending him money so your tr- true supporters are sometimes emboldened by you right, being right. canceled right, right. and they want to do more and give more yeah. Yeah. I don't think any of our fears really even in the editing room mm-hmm. a lot of that doesn't even come with the fear of being cancellation I think a lot of our jokes are like we judge some things and we're like you know what that's just me it's like yeah. so mm-hmm. most of our cuts come mm-hmm. from there yeah, where man. it's us judging it after the fact and being like 
Yeah. It's, it's meaner than it is funny. Mm. So yeah. I don't think we have even a fear of being canceled right, per right. se. Yeah. And but, it's like if you're going to punch down, like yeah. it's got to be funny. <laughs> got to be hilarious. Right. It's got to be hilarious. Yeah, the, so. and the more also, you punch down, the better funnier it be. And some people are just ain't going to find it funny because it's yeah. an easy joke. Right. Exactly. On yeah. the on the topic of that, too, because as a comic, it's that unwritten rule of as long as it's being told in the purest form and it's comedy, you always defend somebody's fa uh, somebody's right to say whatever they want on stage. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to ask you as somebody who also does internet stuff is there a line does it stop on stage or if somebody's being funny on the internet you give them that same liberty because i'm not gonna lie i struggle with it i see some skits and some videos and i'm like i don't i don't know about that mm -hmm. i mean i think personally there's some stuff that i just don't find funny mm -hmm. but it's rare that it's hard and fast okay. right i think you can find the funny in anything mm -hmm. i don't know if i would Listen, what I find funny and what I talk about what I find funny appropriate online are two separate things. Okay. So right. there's some TikToks and some stuff. I'd be like, that's hilarious. Right. I will send that to my friends who also think this type of stuff is hilarious. I won't post this on Instagram for everybody to be like, this is funny. It ain't, it ain't funny to everybody. But we all have that. I, I think agree. that's part yep. of the internet is knowing what you can say publicly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, what's for the group chat and what's for like, I ain't even gonna text this. Mm -hmm. If I'm with you, I'm gonna show you this video right there'll be no proof <laughs> that i ever liked it or whatever you but, know but you pushed the envelope too and just naturally starting in the church and like because you used to do stand-up in the church only and then wow, so okay. it's like some of your jokes are a little bit edgy for church people what was the video you were showing me the other day when he was talking to the Oh, you were um, thanking your... <laughs> thanking the coochie? Yeah, yeah. thanking the coochie. So it's like, do you get criticized from that community? Look, here's a funny thing about it. The answer is yes and also. I got that idea from a pastor friend of mine who had wow. made that video. It was actually my cousin, my uh, aunt's husband. I call him my uncle cousin because my aunts are my age. Long family story. I get you. But uh, <laughs> the truth is my stand-up was honed outside of the church. Okay. I first did it in the church when I was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. Then I didn't do it for a long time. Then I right. did it a couple of times in college. But when I really like worked on my craft, it was mm -hmm. at Nate Jackson's Comedy Club in Tacoma. Okay. Okay. And that was me at my purest form. And I talked about church stuff. I talked about marriage, sex, basically everything I talk about now. Mm -hmm. However, uh, when we started the Playmakers with me, my brother, and aunt, we did church humor. And we performed at churches. So I did the type of humor that the people knew us from mm -hmm. online and wanted to That's see. Right. So and also here's here's a dirty little secret. Pastors watch stuff that's funny too. <laughs> I have so many pastor friends who watch roast me, right. who send me crazy videos, who be like, I can't publicly tell you that, but this right. is I've heard I mean the big ones, like Kev, they thought that was hilarious. Mm -hmm. You'll never have proof that they're ever wow. saw. Right. So, you know, that was one of my issues with church people. It's like you over here making these crazy jokes and church people was watching Game of Thrones and Power mm -hmm. and everything. Snowfall. Just, that was, Snowfall. And I was gonna say that was my kind of issue too, was the hypocrisy of mm -hmm. doing like a Appearing to be this perfect person yeah. and then you know. yeah so for me um, I kind of slowly let my audience know that if you had always been following me since I was back in Tacoma, mm -hmm. I didn't change. Okay, I actually changed to make the church jokes. Oh, okay. that's right. That's right. Okay. Not okay. the okay. other way around. Mm -hmm. But there's no way for people to know that unless you followed my entire career, right, right. and that's just not possible. People follow your career usually from the moment they found you yep. mm -hmm. and the perception of you. And the truth is, I had some a lot of super churchy fans who who fell off. 
right. which is fine. Like we grow, we change. There's artists whose music I loved early on mm -hmm. and didn't love it that much. And right. I'm not checking out their albums. Same thing with directors right. and actors. Like, and it's fine. You can mm -hmm. always find another person. You said R. Kelly, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> R. Kelly. And listen, you talking about hypocrites. I think we're all hypocrites, mm -hmm. right? If we're, if we're, if I'm being honest, I'm not gonna put it on nobody else. I heard about the R. Kelly peeing on people stuff way earlier, mm -hmm. but it it wasn't an uproar. A lot of people just kind of was like, I don't know, kind of looked the other way. But then when the Surviving R. Kelly documentary came out, Ooh. it was like, okay, now you're going to have a harder time looking away because now you're <laughs> right, really right. looking the victims in the face. Right. And and at the same time, the music wasn't, wasn't as good when he was getting canceled for real <laughs> as it was. And at the time, I actually used to do that joke. But he, listen, we put a lot aside because he was making bangers. Right. Right. He was like, right. man, that's right. crazy. But it was kind of grainy. Mm -hmm. A lot of us made that concession. But once I found out, and then I was like, morally, I didn't feel good. Right, right, right. Like, you know, and then I was like, really finding out how he was writing. Like, I didn't know a lot of the stuff, too. Right. Like, the Aaliyah thing, that was stuff, I was a kid at that time. So I wasn't right. really yep. putting into like, when she's singing AJ number to number, I didn't realize he wrote that mm -hmm. and they were married or to, like, I didn't know all that stuff. I'm just singing the song. But as an adult, I'm putting all this together and I'm like, right. I even outside of the world, I don't feel good about supporting no, this yeah. artist. So that to me is the only true cancellation. If a person who was a fan of you no longer mm. supports you monetarily because of how they feel about you. Right. That's a true cancellation, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with Kanye. I used to openly support him, but he didn't. He said a lot of wild stuff, <laughs> right? So and I, and at the same time, I didn't like his music anymore. Right. But the truth of the matter is, I already had his shoes. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you prior to that, you got the easy. So I have them on right now, <laughs> but I also have plantar fasciitis and my feet hurt, and these insoles fit in. So I'm not gonna buy no new pair. Of but I'm also not gonna throw away the ones that I have. You, you right. Guys, <laughs> you guys follow um, pop culture. I don't follow it as much, but I do know that um, Kanye had some thoughts about his uh, daughter being on TikTok. He was like, Kim, you gonna stop antagonizing me with oh. these TikTok? He didn't want his daughter on TikTok. Yeah. And then everyone was like, no, she's fire on TikTok. And then now she's doing, you know, Ice Spice? I saw Ice Spice was on. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, she invited Ice Spice over and she was making Ice Spice videos talking oh. about something. Come in my da -da 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 -da. And mm. now people will switch and they were like, Oh, Kanye was right. Like mm. a nine year old shouldn't be on the internet singing Ice Spice, no, me, imitating Ice Spice. And people were saying, Oh, we were singing these lyrics um, and we didn't know the oh, words. Okay. But, people, but people were kind of discrediting that. So from a pastor. <laughs> From a fallen pastor, former, <laughs> former. Fallen. What, what, what say you? What say you? <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you how I honestly feel. Mm -hmm. I only really am concerned with my own children. <laughs> I don't really care about, right. nor can I. It, not my business, nor right. my place to That's raise Kanye feel. and Kim's children. Right. Whatever y'all, I'm I'm barely able to keep up with my two and make sure they're right. I don't care. I also don't know Ice Spice personally. Right. If my son, like. You know, my sons, they're like wrestling. Mm -hmm. So if a friend of, of a fan of mine, if I have the ability to get a wrestler they like yeah. to come to the house, mm -hmm. I'm going to get them. Right. Now, what other people care about, I don't care. I'm trying to impress my kids. Right. right, right, right? right. So right. Um, it's not my place. I just be like, famous people do stuff that regular people can't do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but most people, 
would get their kids one of the people they're fans of right. and not care what the rest of the world right. thought about it. Mm-hmm. But that's the truth. People going to flip-flop because the situation's news. Like, right. I thought this was cool, but I don't think this is appropriate. I personally was just like, I, the Kardashian, that's just, <laughs> do, I, y'all have a billion dollars. Right. Right. They do not, they, they monetize internet interest right. in them. So, mm-hmm. They we fall into their trap right. <laughs> over mm-hmm. and over, yep. and they rack it up for billions. Right. So, you know that's how I feel about it. My yeah. nieces love Ice Spice. They think okay. she is Lil Kim. We had, her, we, had, we had her on the show. Ice Spice? No, we had a no. That was she looks like her a little bit. Uh-oh. Yeah. No, she rolled. She, ro- she rolled her. <laughs> what you say? Pumpkin you say? Spice. Y'all have pumpkin spice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have pumpkin spice. Lots of, yeah. But um, speaking of um, stepping in the la- name of love, uh, should we touch on relationships a little hey, bit? Hey, let's do it. Because we, we got a bestseller. <laughs> yeah, we know? have a bestseller on... <laughs> Mr. Um, Stage. <laughs> yeah. So kind of, um, I don't know if y'all's stances have changed, but we kind of connected on, um, I guess, having like, not I don't want to say a negative view towards marriage, mm. mm-hmm. but I, let me just speak for myself. I'm I'm probably closer to you in age than these guys. Oh, oh you, wait. no, you are. <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I'm 36. Okay. 27. 30. Oh, I'm about to be 30. I'm 29. Oh, yeah, baby guru. What are you even doing guru outside? Baby, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guru, guru, go get you some more milk and lay down. <laughs> 26 years old. You yeah. were born in the 90s something? Yeah, 95. See, man. Yeah, so everybody that we went to school with, you know, so I can look at the yearbook and I look at yearbook pictures and then I look on Facebook and I'm like, oh, what happened to them? But then they got kids and they're married. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> I, I'm, You know, I just got my first grade the other day. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Whereas like my brother, <laughs> he, he's married and I'm like, whoa, no. like, you know, it's, it's gray all over. But, he, yeah. you know, he's married with two kids. Right. And I think it's I know there's pros and cons yeah. to being married. And I know that. My mom's trying to convince me that, like, you don't want to not have kids or like she wants to see that for me, like the family Mm -hmm. aspect. But I think our generation is starting to view that differently than it was like how it was pushed on us or pushed on like previous generations. Mm -hmm. Like you got to get married. Whereas like now we can pursue other things. And it's like, I don't know if I want to get married because the title of your book is Marriage is Hard. Yes. Mm. (laughs) And way to to work that one, buddy. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) No, it is. And it's like. Even though I was listening to your book and it was like so practical and I'm like, well, going into a relationship, you know, I think the what you guys were teaching and you guys were very candid on like communication and like mm-hmm. all these things that you would think people like that people have to learn to like make relationships successful. But it's like, man, you went you had to go through it to be able to teach yes. it. Yes. So it's like, I do mean, I, I want to go through that? I think nah. if you don't want to, don't. <laughs> I'm not pushing nobody to get married right. or have children. Those are like insanely difficult things right. to upkeep, especially children. Right. Even more than marriage, like you are framing somebody's way of viewing the world. Mm-hmm. You should be very careful about whether you want to do that or not right. and if you're ready to do that or not. But a lot of things are hard. Podcasting be hard. Losing weight be hard. Like I know full well that I should drink water only and protein and stuff like that. But when nobody's around, I order quesadillas and <laughs> I uh, bought. Uh, you know, they were they were giving me crap because I got my I got my stage so crew shirt. I do on. have a question about that <laughs> because about a shirt. 
No, just about actually your merch and stuff. Oh. Because I was just curious why you guys don't sell sizes over 4XL. Because <laughs> he's trying to squeeze into that one. No, and I, it's said, not. I said. I Google said, said he's living in the past with the, <laughs> with the size. No, I said his shirts run small, but they said, no, you run big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I got the biggest size you have. And what I is had it, to, 2X? I had, I had, yeah, I had to put this on over to. <laughs> we literally you had to, to camouflage it. it. You can see the outline of my. Um, Did you buy this at the show? This. Yeah. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what we were talking about. <laughs> no, we were kind of talking. You were telling us not to get married, basically. No. <laughs> I said if you're not ready. How do you? How, do you guys still? Because, like I said, we talked about on this show. Has has your feelings changed since in the last? Well, I've always wanted to kind of settle down at some point. My thing is more so. I'm just on a, you know, I'm on a certain grind right now, and I know. So I don't have Royal the energy Oaks. right now to necessarily do that <laughs> and pursue that dream. And I think I am very much a, actually, I'll be honest, I have a double fear because I know I'm going to get to a certain point in our life. We know we all have like a certain just on work ethic and vision. And I guess my one fear is, do I want to find someone after I get that vision? Mm. And then the second one is like, how long or how much more time or energy will be put into it if I find that person now? You know, does that make sense? I was kind of daydreaming a little bit. <laughs> when I was looking at the waves on the audio. <laughs> I know it, it makes perfect. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. I think um, I'll just speak for myself. I can't yeah. speak for y'all. For mm-hmm. me, I don't. I don't think. Not even I don't think. I'm 100 certain my success wouldn't have happened the same way if I didn't have my wife I see that yeah um, nice. I think she mm. first of all outside of being grounded and sustainable not chasing other women all that mm. she's actually a very astute and smart business person mm. so she's helped me make a lot of good decisions Ooh. that have been beneficial for my company um, I think for me I just you know wouldn't be where I am without her mm-hmm. uh, I think you could a lot of pretty much LA is filled with people who think like guru like mm-hmm. uh, let me get my stuff together first because mm-hmm. I can't even be really open to the concept right, right, of a right, relationship right. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that you right. can have dates dalliances things like that mm-hmm. but if you ain't if you're not really ready to settle down you either need to not settle down or spend time with people who feel the same Right. And like in LA, there's plenty of people exactly. who's just like, yeah, let's chill, let's hang out. We can, we don't, but, but I'm not finna be sitting down and being with you only, especially <laughs> right. if you're like laser focused on your career yeah. and what that means to right. you. Right. And I think if you are doing that, you'll find somebody at the time that's right, or maybe you won't. You gotta be okay being alone and having cats. So All jumping right. off of that, you say, <laughs> so there was a point in your life and you said I want to pursue comedy and your wife looked at you and thought that was crazy and I yep. follow a lot of other creators and stuff like that um, another podcast I'm really into is um, Belief and how married are yep. you and I know you guys collabing a lot even hearing stuff like that where yep. he's like I want to pursue this kind of career and yep. you have someone looking crazy at you so I had a girl laugh in my face <laughs> yeah. in your face man cause you want to pursue comedy this podcast or entertainment why she didn't rock with it she didn't think I was funny mm-hmm. she didn't even think I was entertaining she didn't even think I was cute. <laughs> she didn't even think I was a good person. Hey, we still working through that therapy, but uh, I'm still. You're, I'm, I'm in therapy right better. now. She she hurt me. You better than you were yesterday. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I told her I'm a work in progress, but she yeah, she didn't see it. She didn't see anything good in our in relationship. <laughs> what were you saying, Guru? Oh yeah. So just that. So approaching relationships and having these big visions and goals, and you have people who necessarily are like. Don't yeah, see I don't it. know. Yeah, I can't see that. How do you? Uh, what's your advice to approaching that? Would you have any? It's gonna be tough if a person doesn't see that in you. 
especially if the career takes a long time, you yeah. might start to have some resentment towards them. Yeah. Because exactly. if it ain't working, you're going to be like, they're shit over there being right. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's better off for you just to avoid that. Like, mm-hmm. So don't trick them like you did. Yeah. Like, don't, don't get in a relationship. <laughs> say, yo, I got this other plan. Because I got a full-time job right now, so I can pull that. Yeah, And yeah. then I can quit and like, yeah, yeah, I I, 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 don't, I didn't trick her. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't let her know how serious I was about what I wanted oh, I to get do. You. Oh, okay, you know, and it became clear when I got fired for it. Mm. You know, then it was like, and that's the time where I was like, like an idiot. Let me now since I got fired, let me go ahead and be truthful. <laughs> I didn't want to do this anyway. Like, not the best timing or the right. best way to uh, break that. You know, news. <laughs> but she said you were spending money too, like. Investing in your yourself, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I ran up. Me and my brother and aunt ran up a fifteen thousand dollar credit card. Oh, you got doing to, the man. world's stupidest things. Yeah. We flew to Miami. <laughs> flew to Miami to go to uh, uh, Jacarius Johnson dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what it was for. Some sort of. Um, play thing mm-hmm. and we paid $500 for plates like that's mm-hmm. it was like a fundraiser type thing mm-hmm. and we didn't even have a plan of how that was going to help us right. <laughs> we was just like we going to be up in there we going to shake his hand right. and then we shook his hand and then he just kept walking and we were like oh, alright well I've we didn't really that. think that we, through we talk, have, we've talked about hey, that on this, this show dude, you talking I, about excursions <laughs> I ran up on what Devon Franklin Man, we, we yep. had a best selling film I had to show him mm-hmm. I ran up on uh, Tiffany Haddish <laughs> Uh, you ran up on them? Didn't run up on them, but you, 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 you ran up on Devon. <laughs> <laughs> I put myself in position to yeah. be able to connect with them. Got it, got yeah. it. Yeah, but luckily for me, that I didn't make that exact mistake mm-hmm. again. Okay, I made okay. new mistakes, mm-hmm. right? You know, <laughs> we invested in some uh, merch equipment. At this time, there was no Square, no PayPal. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to sell merch, you had to you had to have the whole. Uh, system. You oh, had to like man. plug the, the debit card machine into a f- yeah. open phone line. <laughs> and we bought all that, you know, equipment, which was like a thousand dollars and sold nobody's shirts. We could have just did the thing and ran it later. <laughs> we was like, nah, we got to have it in case we get sales. Just a waste of stuff. <laughs> but luckily for me and her, we got it eventually. So kind of all is forgiven now, but mm-hmm. it was Ooh. problematic early. I know that's tough too. Like going through that in real time is like what what do you do? Especially when you seeing it work the opposite way. That's why I, I agree with them, man. He said it was pros and cons to settling down to get married. For me right now it's a uh, it's a con. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I, I think that's okay. I wanna babysit your kids though, so you gotta Hey man. <laughs> Would you trust Don't me? Don't be a while. Would you trust me? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna talk to you, um, because you, you've talked about this a little bit, just about like masculinity and um, the different, I guess, levels of masculinity amongst mm-hmm. men. I've always kind of like been myself. So I haven't been scared to kind of like give a man a hug or mm-hmm. tell him that I, I love him. So sometimes I'll try to like gaze into Jay's eyes and he, he won't. That's he, he feels uncomfortable. He does a little much though. <laughs> so like he'll actually climb down from the top bunk and snuggle into the bottom bunk with me. Yeah. And, and I'm and like, sleep yeah. facing Google. Like, Why you don't live fake. with them, Jay? Hey man, I can't do it, Jay, man. Jay, we could get a triple bunk. From the time you spent in this room, you could, you could tell. <laughs> Jay, I gotta go. I gotta go to my house. <laughs> but yeah, you, you kind of talk about that a little bit. Do you, what do you, what do you think that is? Is that like culture? Is that like the black culture teaching... I don't know if it's black culture. I think it's patriarchy, uh, mm-hmm. virtue signaling. There's always, probably since the dawn of time, 
um, an alpha male posturing. Mm. I got to let you know I'm the biggest, I'm the strongest, mm. I'm the most manly. Mm. Social media, I believe, exacerbates that because you got to mm. let people who follow you know and anybody else let you know I'm a man. Uh, my personal view, my if you see my jokes, I have jokes about masculinity I'm that you another comedian might not ever say and people right. might not think it's funny, but it's mm. who I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm becoming much better at not caring what people think because mm-hmm. I know to me, mass, a man is a person who takes care of him, provides and loves his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to have you be like, you a man because the way you drink your drink right. and you don't okay. take care mm-hmm. of your kids. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, okay. I could drink Capri Suns at the bar, <laughs> but my children know I love them. <laughs> right, right. You drinking whiskey neat. <laughs> how, would you, terrible how, father. how would you feel about him uh, if you saw him sucking on a Capri Sun? Hey, man, I'm, I'm not... I'm not against the Capri Sun. <laughs> but some of the stuff is ridiculously silly. Like right. glizzies, the whole like, you glizzy gulp. It's, it's I'm, I'm not going to lie. You can't eat no glizzy like wild though. Like <laughs> you, people be facing it. <laughs> I can't even I'm eat like, bananas on, around man. him. And I'm like, I got a bad knee. I'm trying to get my <laughs> potassium. You I'm trying to get about, my potassium. So I'm, I'm not masculine. You're the one thinking about sucking penis. And right. I'm the weird one. Yeah, why am I weird? taking a hot dog and a banana and making it weird. And you cause me. you the one thinking yeah, about with the issues. No, sucking you, penis. No, you should see him sucking eat, though. Sucking penis would be in your mind. I got a video. We might put oh, it over. You got a video of me. <laughs> you do. Don't 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 sell that. I, I ain't gonna sell it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we only got a few minutes left. I think um, you know having Kev on stage. Like I said, we you know we've been fo- we all been following you for a long time. You're the type of person that like we look up to in terms of Thank like you. your journey going. Mm-hmm. You know your journey. And so we kind of just, you know, we we try. I tried to take your master class. My card wasn't going through, but I'm eventually going to take it. So I don't know if we could just get like a few minute kind of master class just on like how people can go about, right, right. You know, maneuvering through dreams, this, yeah, ma- maneuvering through this industry, going from like social media, you know, creating your own content, believing in yourself, to having your own studio. The the thing that I probably would say is the most important of anything in this industry is willpower Mm. and ability to navigate rejection Mm -hmm. because that's the thing you're going to rejection comes in so many forms. It's auditioning and being told no or posting a podcast and not getting the views you think you deserve or warrant. Um, yeah, because this is only going to get like twenty five. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate if I don't post it, I don't know if anybody <laughs> would know what came out. For the most part. <laughs> but, um, or if this is your biggest podcast, right? Say it gets mm-hmm. a million views, mm-hmm. and then you're like, how do we reach that again? Mm-hmm. Right? The opposite can be true as well. Mm-hmm. You got to find a way. And even I struggle with this. I'm killing on TikTok one week, and then I get mm-hmm. seven in a row that don't do anything. Right. And I start to question, like, you really got to have the mental capacity to continue in the face of great odds, right? Because right. right now y'all want to be filmmakers. You know, you you have a podcast in your in your house and you probably have dreams of having your own studio, having your podcast do millions of views and ad money and all that type of stuff. But how to get there actually is not as clear. Right. right. And how do you, how many episodes is this? 38. 38. 38. How do you get to 100 mm-hmm. and 200? Like if it ain't doing no, no better in a year or mm-hmm. two years or three years, you're still getting the same views. Are you still going to be pushing it? Are you going to be getting frustrated and and the jokes ain't going to be funny no more? And then y'all start to be beefing. You see, y'all pirates. But we did. Real but stuff. we did. But we did. We did like t- what did we do? Like twenty before we released? Because like yeah. I said, we 
we are film students, so we kind of helped. We never did a podcast before. Yeah. So we didn't release one until we, what did we do? Mm-hmm. We, record, we had a whole bunch in the can, bunch just in the can working we, on the formula and try to, mm-hmm. you know. That's amazing. Because most people would have just been like, this is First dumb. one, boom. <laughs> the first one, wow, you got to see this. <laughs> or at May 20 and the 18 and been like, we, we're never going to get this. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the most important thing is how are you, how willing are you to keep at it when it doesn't look like it's going to work? You we know? quit. We quit. We quit one time, but yeah. then we came back. We did. It was like a, a year experiment, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the year, we had fun. But it was like we didn't. We see had seven followers. We had his, my mom, his mom, <laughs> mom. his mom, and his cousins, <laughs> and my cousins. And we were like, if we don't break seven followers in a year, at least get somebody that's not in our family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we were. About How many to, do y'all have now? Oh, we got twenty five thousand on IG. That's great. Yeah, that's more than most people mm-hmm. ever. So yeah. that's good, but yeah, what I feel like I've been hogging the questions. We, we we got time probably for like one 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 more quick one. Well, we we at the end. Now. I don't really have a question, but I I did want to say um, shouts out to you because that keeping your distance like during the earlier stages of that pandemic yeah. got me through so many days. Yeah, <laughs> man. And then you it saying great. some of the sets on there, you can put it up against some of the big names. Yeah, like K Dub. Yeah. Bruh, K Dub's set was as funny as anything I'd Man. ever saw on Comic View or Def Comedy Jam. Like, as a consumer and a person who likes funny stuff, I laughed just as hard as that as I've laughed at anything. The whole time I was laughing. Yeah, it was just like I never knew a McDonald's hash brown could be that funny. <laughs> and so many people agreed. And there's like, there's 10, 15 people who had moments like that. Now, his mm-hmm. was like 20 minutes of just liquid fire Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but a lot of people had really funny jokes that I was just like this is amazing to be able to help people Mm -hmm. get out there and Mm -hmm. people find those people is the reason I do this right Guru final thoughts once again just want to say being a filmmaker and doing all this stuff like just to see what you do with stage um, just Kev on stage studios and you just yeah going after that and really making a name for doing it yourself to me and being independent is the dopest thing ever so I really appreciate that and also want to say your campaign for the NAACP awards literally made made my existence. I was <laughs> laughing at every single video nah, you put I out for that. I went hard for that. that. So you well deserved and Man, congrats. Thank you, brother. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And I don't know if you have any final words for me. You didn't curse. Um, no. So go I'm, to church or don't. I, I'm not going. To, <laughs> I ain't got no heaven or hell to put you in. You want to go to hell? Be my guest. Does uh, hell count? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess some people would consider that. Hey, I'll go half word. on your suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be in uh, church church tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go ahead and give him a round of applause. For sure. Thank you so much for coming Appreciate on. It, guys. Thank you so much, man. Thanks yep. for having me. And uh, continue to like and subscribe. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Jay with the jokes. Funny guy. Drew with the blah, blah. Telling crazy stories for a lifetime. Kept got the wisdom for him. Like nothing's ever that serious. And if you don't listen, then you're delirious. Bro, you can't say that. Why not? Because we're live. I just said nothing's ever that serious.